Lava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match Lava. And today is Thursday, September 9th, 2021. It has been a very, very busy day. Just a lot going on. And I got up a little bit later than I would have liked to. Still got up, got some stuff done. And we were supposed to have a release this morning. That ended up, it was a restock that was kind of more low-key things that ended up not happening. So that got pushed back. We didn't have anything come out this morning. And then we were supposed to have a pair of Nike Air Force Ones come out today that I was kind of looking forward to. If you don't pay attention to some of these lower-key releases, we have the Air Force One Turtle and the Air Force One uh, Crane coming out. And they were supposed to come out today. And I was pretty pumped because I looked at prices on StockX and on eBay, and they looked pretty good. They looked actually like they were going to be profitable in some sizes for the turtle colorway. So I went and got ready to do the release, and they ended up postponing it to later in the month. So anyway, that kind of happens sometimes. You got to kind of roll with it. And super disappointing when it's 9.15, you see that it got bumped back, but it is what it is. Not a super high profit shoe, but probably looking about 30 bucks there and 30 bucks for five, 10 minutes of work is, is pretty decent money. So if I can make that, I'm pretty happy with it. So I was going for that, but it's going to be pushed back. I think it comes out the 21st of this month. So I've got a couple more weeks before that. And then tomorrow, I believe we're supposed to have a Jordan one come out, but that may have been delayed as well. So I'm going to have to go back, reevaluate that, see what's going on for that. But Overall busy day. Um, I managed to get a couple things done looking for a VA. I got a couple things done with the profit first accounting system that I've been implementing into my business slowly but surely. And I went through the book and realized that I had most of it done. I just can't get this stupid LLC finalized by the PA government. And this is like my biggest pet peeve is that they are so slow and they really suck at what they do. I mean, they're terrible. And so just for a backstory, I applied for my LLC at the beginning of July, like late June. And I sent in all the information. And when I got to the checkout page online, it was supposed to charge me and it didn't. And so I figured like most sites will, it'll update in cart. So I hit checkout and it never updated in cart. And it just said that my payment had been processed. So I'm sitting there like, well, now what do I do? What, like, what happened? I didn't pay anything. Are they going to give it to me for free? Are they going to charge me for it? Like, I have no idea. And so weeks were going by. Nothing was happening. I reached out to them. Nothing was happening. I emailed them. Nothing was happening. And then they emailed me one day and they were like, yeah, we can add it back onto your dashboard for you to pay for. So needless to say, I applied for it at the beginning of summer. And at the end of summer, they basically told me, hey, we didn't do anything with it because you never paid, which was their fault. And they admitted that at least. But it's still like, now what do I do? So I'm debating whether I should try and reapply for it or have them put it back on my dashboard or just completely make a whole new name up just because I don't really feel like going through their weird processes and stuff like that. But that's an aside thing. The reason that's been holding me up is because I want to make some business bank accounts. There's a little bit more flexibility with those and it just works a little bit better for what I'm trying to do. The The way the profit first system works is you basically separate out a lot of your money that's coming in into separate accounts to keep track of it that way so you can easily see when you log into your banking account oh here's how much i have for operating expenses here's how much i have saved for taxes here's how much i have saved to pay myself those sorts of things which are super nice to see but when you form three or four bank accounts to do this on your personal bank account you get a call from the bank saying hey um 
we wanted to make sure you weren't hacked by somebody else because you just made three random accounts or four random accounts in a day. I had to try and explain it to them. They were like, well, why don't you make a business thing? And I was like, well, uh, it's a long story. Just know that I'll do that as soon as I get the opportunity to. So that's what I was working on a little bit today. I've been emailing them. I'm probably going to set up something where I just email them once to two times a day. And if that doesn't work, maybe I'll email them every hour until they get back to me. I don't really know what else to do, but I'm still trying to figure that out. Either way, that was today. There was one thing I wanted to talk to you about. It's pretty late, so I'm just going to go through it really quickly and then get you out of here. But the one thing I wanted to talk about is eBay is rolling out a price guide feature for sports cards. And this is credit to Sports Card Investor for putting this in my feed today. I didn't see this, but I got a podcast. I was looking through my podcast app, and I saw that it loaded up. If you don't follow Sports Card Investor, super valuable for sports card information. Very, very helpful. He's taught me most of the stuff that I know. And I'm not big on sports cards, like I don't do them a lot, but I see the value there and I understand a lot about them. And he is probably 90 to 95% of the reason for that. So there's a reason he has 115,000 followers on, on YouTube and I've followed him since he had like 200 or something. So like 200 followers. So like he he's definitely done a very good job in, in two years building up to that. So he put out a video that he worked with eBay on saying, hey, I am like here's what eBay is rolling out they're rolling out this price guide feature and he talked to an eBay rep who was saying that the eBay's price guide feature for sports cards is basically a feature that will go back up to a year's time and give you information sell information on sports cards and it works based off the eBay search feature so if you're searching on eBay it will bring back data based on whatever you search so it's not as specific as some other tools like sports card investor has his own tool it's very helpful but it's per card this isn't as specific it just kind of gives you a range it's almost like terror peak built into the app but the cool thing is it's built into the app which is super helpful and two and this is like huge it shows you actual sold prices and, and you go okay well terror peak does that ebay does that no it shows you actual sold prices for buy it now or best offer which has been a huge issue in the past trying to figure out what stuff is actually sold for so for whatever reason ebay has felt that the best policy is to keep the customers in the dark for like the past 20 years and it doesn't make any sense you're going on there to find data on what this is selling for what items are selling for and they don't give you the actual sold price they just say, tell you hey a best offer was accepted it was listed at three hundred dollars well you could have had a best offer accepted at two bucks you, you never know it probably wasn't but you don't know and it leads to a weird fluctuation in prices so that is now thankfully ebay's been rolling out a lot of new features i, I see that they put out a fall seller update today so i'm gonna have to read through that probably tomorrow but i was looking at the video that i was watching today and them including that is huge because if you play this out, if this goes really well for sports cards, if it works really well, you could see this them rolling this out to other sections of the app. And I don't expect it to happen fast, but I do expect it to happen faster with eBay's new management than before when they had some Yahoo running it that didn't know what he was doing because eBay was not in a good spot. I mean, honestly, they weren't. They didn't really have a, a company structure together. They seemed pretty lost. They screwed over their sellers a decent bit. And the buyers didn't seem that happy with it either. And then you have eBay's new management roll in 
I think around the beginning of 2020, they rolled out the sneaker program, which made everybody happy. They, then they rolled out the sneaker authentication, which en- ended up working really well. The people it hurts the worst are the buyers, but they're now more protected, so they're fine with it. And the sellers are protected from returns against bad buyers. So, like, it works for both parties, okay? And they rolled out managed payments, which everybody hated, but now it works great, and you're not having to deal with PayPal and their jank fees that they put in. eBay has their own fees, but they have reduced fees in some sections, so... It, like for me, managed payments is a good thing. I, I do enjoy them direct depositing into my bank account. I do enjoy that when something's returned to me, I don't have to keep the PayPal. Like PayPal doesn't keep their fee. Like the whole thing, that's better. Okay. It just, it works better for me that way. And the sneaker authentication program, the fact that they do the zero, the zero fees. And now this, like eBay's innovated a ton and they even brought like terror peak into the seller hub which is a much better step because it's so much easier having it just right there more accessible at least in my opinion it is but there's still work that needs to be done it's still sluggish as a site in some regards terror peak's still not what it should be i mean when you have a multi-million dollar company running and the best information you can glean from it is from terror peak and it's super slow that to me is not is not sufficient i think that should be beefed up this is a good step in the right direction you do not see companies all the time innovating like this. And you saw eBay for a while not innovating anything. They, they said they wanted to be like Amazon. They said they wanted to have their own FBA program. Like they, it was not, it didn't make any sense. It was not what eBay would be good at. They're not a logistics company. They are a, they are a customer to customer, uh, like a B2C company where they are taking businesses, small businesses, people, and selling to customers direct. And so it is a very, very different atmosphere, and they are not built to do logistics whatsoever. Like, they're just not. They do some logistical stuff. Uh, granted, they do a very good job at that, but they do a better job than I would. But, like, they're not Amazon, okay? They are not They are not built to do Amazon things, and that's what they seem to be wanting to do for a long time. And now you kind of see this, this switch flip for them, and I think that they really saw what was about to happen, which, thank goodness, somebody did, because... So many people, they want to take what's going on around them and say, this is what we should do. We should we should go be Amazon because Amazon's popping off right now and they're doing a phenomenal job and they are the one of the biggest companies, if not the biggest company in the world. Apple, I think, has the most value or money, but I think Amazon's the most valuable company. So like they are the most valuable company in the world. Like, why wouldn't we emulate Amazon? Yeah, that's great, but that's not what you're good at. And if you're doing if you're trying to emulate somebody and you're terrible at it, you're not going to get very far, right? Just because Michael Jordan was the best basketball player who ever lived, or LeBron if you're on that camp, which I don't care which one you're on. I mean, LeBron, whatever, it doesn't matter. But you take either one of them. If you are five foot six and fairly unathletic and you try and emulate their game, you're not going to be a great basketball player. You're not going to be able to dunk and you're not going to make it to the NBA. You're just not. And that's exactly what's happening here. eBay is taking the best of the best and saying we want to emulate them, or at least that's what was happening up until 2020. And thankfully, they fired the guy that was in charge because he was not doing a good job and they weren't emulating it. They weren't progressing. They weren't making any strides. Nobody seemed very happy with it. I know I wasn't very happy with it. And over the past two years, they've done a really good job at looking at the market, looking at what's going on with sneakers. eBay is a huge platform for sneakers sneakers drives a lot of sales on ebay they said we got a lot of people that are peddling shoes on here and doing really well with it let's do something to get more of that market back i believe at some point they'll bring back fees for sneakers but i don't believe it'll be that high 
And once they do that, because you look at all the money they're putting into it, free fees for sneakers. Now they're doing sneaker authentication. They're paying those guys to do that. At some point, the skills are going to tip and they're going to be able to have so many people back on eBay for shoes that they'll begin to charge for it again. And it probably won't be StockX or GOAT fees. It'll probably be like 1%, 2%, 3%, 4%, 5%. I'm expecting around 5%. But just thinking on that, like they have done something to completely shift the market for sellers and go back to eBay because you don't have to pay any fees and it changes the game. Okay, that's huge for us. And then you look at what's going on with these other platforms. You look at, or you look at what they've been doing with other things. Sports cards, they've really taken a new initiative with sports cards. They've brought in a huge shipping thing now where you can have tracking on an envelope for like 50 cents or whatever, like super cheap tracking for a cheap sports card that has no value, but you still want to ship it in an envelope. You can do that now. They've brought in this pricing guide thing. And they've really started to push to be able to break into the collectibles market, which is huge. If they continue this, if they continue to do what's hot, if they continue to go after what they're good at, I expect there to be a lot of good results from eBay because people that are selling on eBay still seem to be pretty happy with it. Sure, you have a lot of kids that are now selling on StockX and GOAT because it's guaranteed payouts. They don't have to worry about it. They don't have to worry about returns. But for the most part, like eBay is super viable. I enjoy the platform a lot. They're pretty good to me. And there's not really like like they're not going in a bad direction they're actually making progress they're getting good at what they're good at which is good to see because you don't want to see a company like floundering over there trying to do something it's not good at it's good to see ebay taking advantage of what they do really well and kind of running running in full stride with that so anyway that's kind of what i have to talk to you about what i could see happening in the future like a little bit far down the road would be them rolling this out to the app for every sort of product and maybe not every product like knitting supplies or something but maybe the most important or or best-selling ones toys collectibles um outdoor and home equipment like stuff like that that sells consistently on ebay those sorts of things i could see them rolling this out for that way you have data to go back on and that would just be massive i mean when you're outsourcing you can look at your phone and get 365 days of data and then this is what the lady also said she said it starts at 365 days and they're looking to add more data into the backlog so you can go back farther than 365 days right so now you may be able to go back two years three years four years five years that would be super helpful being able to really gauge something especially if you have a rare item at the thrift store or at a garage sale that would be insanely helpful to just have that in the palm of your hand rather than trying to log into Terapeak. And then if you can't use Terapeak because they only go back a year, then you're trying to look on, there's some other site that does like years back into the past and you have to pay monthly for it. It's just like, it's not worth it for me. But to have that in the palm of your hand on eBay would be super helpful when you're outsourcing. So anyway, hopefully that helps you out. Hopefully it can be something that you use and maybe make some money on. Let me know how it works out though. Hit me up on Instagram. I'm going to go. You guys have a great rest of your Thursday and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.